0: so welcome to the the spoiler in-depth on review of dr strange in the multi of madness i'm lewis michael and I'll make sure you like and subscribe and yeah i really liked dr strange in the multi-false of madness i do think the false one was much better i think it was just much more title and we get a little bit more into it that aspect of it but yeah I, i'm 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 not understanding why so many people hated it it's, it's like oh this is the worst mcu movie of all time I'm like no it's not it's, how do you think that you know and it's funny too that um i saw on Twitter a lot of the um biggest name in the Snydle and um, like released the Snydle cut or um restored the Snydle balls like the biggest names in that community all loved this well really enjoyed um this film so i thought that was kind of interesting and i'm a huge Snydle fan so i started out the review saying open letter to kevin feige next time please let sam rainey off your leash i think that's pretty much my review in a nutshell shell right there all the scary horror film elements which just absolutely great we only got a little bit of that in the false film um because he went to the dark di- dimension and he had to defeat demaru i think i'm talking about the demon the ruler of that dimension and <laughs> demaru i came to bargain we never really got an actual official statement but apparently the original director, Scott Dickerson, stepped down due to creative differences with Kevin Feige because Scott wanted to go more into the scary movie, you know, elements and stuff. And I think the multi concept was always there. So I don't think that was the problem. I think it was just, they couldn't find the right balance maybe scott just couldn't find the right balance of you know still keeping that mcu um, family you know entertainment with um enough horror elements in it you know which i think sam rainey did just fine in that aspect i i do think kevin feige shouldn't let um sam rainey off his leash and apologize to scott dickerson because I think more horror, the horror elements, to me, I think those parts was the best and there should be a lot more of that in it and stuff. It was great to see all of the, the scary movie stuff. And it was actually like two scenes where I, I actually jump. I, I usually the type of person that don't jump at the jump scares. And if you watch enough scary movies, you know when it's gonna happen and stuff and but no it's an mcu movie so i didn't expect it to be you know that much of scary elements in it and for people with children going to watch i don't think it's that bad and that scary so i i myself wouldn't have worried about it about it if i had my own kids but then again i grew up watching scary movies my mom was a huge scary movie fan so we what been watching it since We was kids so i mean maybe i'm a little different from everyone else though but i grew up because i grew up with it elizabeth olsen like i think she did a terrific job when she became the scarlet witch and stuff which is absolutely great it was nice to see her like going from you know a vengeance we saw her as a loving mother and stuff and then going to this you know morris villain in this film and stuff and i i thought it was a great idea a plot where to see what people would do you know to to be with the person they love and she enslaved a whole town so she can be with vision now she's you know now she became a villain and you know attacking doctor strange and all the other sorcerers and stuff and and willing to kill this kid so that she can be with her kids and another multi-falls and like going back to the scary movie elements like she wasn't a really awesome like scary movie villain you know like you already see them running down the hallway and but the villain is like just slowly walking and turn around you know they disappeared and then boom that that's one the jump scares, <laughs> and then I I thought she did a wonderful job, like I said how she can easily switch between a loving mother and this villain and a blink in the eye is great and show how much emotional range that she has as an actress but um everyone else did just fine in this movie um benedict Cumberbatch as dr strange again i think this is one of the most perfect superhero casting choices out there benedict wong you know he's been one of the few from the doctor strange uniforms you know, that has had screen time you know throughout the other mcu movies but you get to see him a lot more in this movie and I, and I think he does a good job the young lady i, I don't know how to pronounce her false name gov has it started with an x i don't know um who plays america chavez uh, um she just played your typical teenager i mean there was nothing great about it and I, i'm sure people are gonna go gaga for home you know like they do with Sandeas. i'm gonna keep bringing that out till people start shutting up because is all right but she's not that great and just like this kid she was she was all right she was just fine and i i felt like she was a little generic you know you know the writing for her character was a little generic it was like well of course you know, that's how old teenagers are you know have a bunch of old guys crying right what a what a hip new teenagers you know supposed to think and how they supposed to feel you know what they say it's like yeah no one says groovy no more well she didn't say that in the video movie but still and there was a bunch of cameos in this. We got Patrick Stewart, Doctor Xavier. Finally got to see um John well now I can't even remember his last name, the guy who played Jim in the office. He is Mr Fantastic from the Fantastic Four. We got to see him and that too and that, and that was pretty cool because that was like a fan favorite casting chores so well, we got to see bruce campbell as a um, food truck guy a food, food cart guy and and a funny scene we did not get to see spider-man any of the spider-mans which was weird because it shown that they all was on set i thought and uh, we did not get to see tom cruise as a, a superior um iron man thought that was quite weird i mean there is 40 minutes cut from the movie so maybe on the dvd they do a cut and we will see it but, but i felt like the whole multi and the cameos we had and it was was short I, I just didn't i thought we would see a lot more or had a much bigger role in it but yeah the major flaw with this movie is the screenplay the writing and them cutting out that 40 minutes and stuff. Michael Waldron's screenplay was just, was just all over the place. It was, we just kept jumping from one scene to another and, and it just kept going and going and going. You know, it it just seemed Hollywood keeps doing screenplays like this and, and editing choices like this. And it's like, why? No one likes it. People keep complaining about it. and all keep doing it, stop doing it and stop hiring writers who only real credits to the name is Rick Rick and Morty and community what gave him the qualifications to write a Doctor Strange movie well, I mean it's, I don't know Is because you know the Russo brothers was came from um community so they hire a bunch of other people from there I mean I think they need to stop hiring these people with like comedy backgrounds and actually hire people that has a little bit more to do with the style of the superhero movie that is going with. But yeah, I think the main problem with this was the screenplay and just not being all that great. Maybe it worked for Rick and Morty, but for, you know, a big budget blockbuster, you know, Doctor Strange, where I think the screenplay for the false one written by Scott Davison was great. I mean, yeah, um, some of the blame can be put on Sam Raimi because he is the director and he's just like, hey, this script sucks, let's rewrite it. But he, he himself never really been a writer unless it's horror films, the scary movies that's the only time he truly really writes and so he could went back in there wrote all the scary movie aspects of it but all the rest of it i would imagine michael watson was the one that wrote all the rest of it but another thing that too there was times where the visual effects you know when they skipping through all the different multi or the inside the multi and stuff that particularly the the heavy cgi um scenes there was part where it was lacking and I think that's due to Sam Rainey not having corrected a film in the last nine years I mean I imagine in the past nine years technology has really moved up and you know has since became more advanced and hear a guy who's almost a decade behind on the advancements of these new technology i don't think really a lot of people will see and notice it but i did and i'm sure other people probably will notice it yeah well i think that's all the time we have um like i said i hope there is a director's cut that that puts back the 40 minutes and i highly highly doubt it's gonna it going be a rated R, but I think it's high time for Marvel to truly embrace the more dark, brutal, grittier, violent, you know, aspects of the Marvel comics. Because after Moon Knight, I was very disappointed with that and not really looking forward to, you know, the other stuff like Blade and um, Ghost Rider, the Punisher, the Daredevil the comics was all much more gritty and brutal. And if they calling, you know, Moon Knight, the most brutal, you know, MCU, yeah, nah. No. <laughs> Actually, I would call the Multiverse of Madness the most bloodiest and corey. you know. I mean I think we saw more blood in this one movie than we have seen in a entire MCU. Will we get into almost over 10 years, 15 years now? over 20 movies and a whole bunch and a couple of uh, tv shows and we saw more blood in this movie than we have seen in the entire entire mcu combined it's crazy <laughs> but yeah um what did you think of it did you like it did you not like it let me know in the comments and make sure you like and subscribe check out those links in the subscription and i'll see you next time bye